How has this show impacted your life, Yuna? This show? Like our show? Our show. It's uh, fun because uh, it's really, I, I feel lucky like uh, Matt can make it so professional and it sounds so great. I love it. And sometimes when I listen to a show, like my own show, I love it because it's funny. So <laughs> my, my two takeaways here are that you're, you're getting really, really good at sarcasm for calling us professional. <laughs> And my other takeaway is that you like to listen to yourself talk. Yes. Which I, I guess is true of most podcasters, really. I think yeah. they'd like to hear, hear themselves no, And talk. I think it's a great memory, like, uh, in the future, like, when you look at back what happens in 2021. That's something memorable, you know, because you can't go out, you can't travel, you can't see your friends. What you can do? We have a show. We're just talking great? to a microphone at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what we do all day anyway, except without the microphones. Yeah, we decided to put much. it in front of us for an hour instead. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. <laughs> and this is Our Three Things, episode 10. Boo, 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 boo. Yay! Finally, double digits. Isn't that exciting? Oh, this is a show about joyful things. Yeah. And our first joyful thing, our zero joyful thing, is that we made it 10 episodes. I know, right? Somehow. Somehow. And we have a 90% hit rate on being on time. Yeah. We skipped one week. Yeah. 90% is like an A. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, that's, it's that's a, a high grade. distinction. Yeah. It's pretty good. Can, can score your job interview. <laughs> I don't think anything we've discussed on here will score much of a job opportunity. Maybe. Um, who knows? I wouldn't hire me. Okay. Based, just, just based purely off of what I've talked about on here. <laughs> we've got, well, what have we got? We got bidets. What else have I talked about? P-mails. Yeah. Um, I talked about Mars a little Daniel, bit. Daniel and your favorite Daniel. And about uh, Daniel. Well, he's probably the most fascinating thing I've talked about yeah, in the last and 10 so episodes. And so many of you are like uh, the Mars robots. Yeah, there was that. And so many like ultra marathon stuff. And also about five different uh, reality TV show segments. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's actually not a bad roundup of my um, my uh, my interests and my profile yeah. there, I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. Very different from mine. But yeah, 10 episodes. <laughs> well, that's 10 down. Sorry, wait, no, we didn't finish yet. We didn't finish yet. <laughs> it was great talking to you today. Yes. <laughs> no, so we're, we're on number 10 and we're going to keep going for a while because this is fun. And we're still yeah. in lockdown, mm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So this is fun and we're going to keep doing it. Mm. I'm happy to have done this. Well, at least be in progress of doing it a 10th time. Yeah. I'm pretty happy to hit double digits. And Mocha's on cue on <laughs> our 10th episode celebration, shaking in the background. <laughs> I know. He didn't want to talk before, but now he wants to talk. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. All right. Well, Yuna. Yeah. Let's get into it and tell me your, what would this be? Your 28th thing of our podcast. It's 28. Because this is our 10th episode. Oh, okay. 28 yeah. of my own. Of yours. Okay. So this is your, sense. this is your. So it's not 55. I'm, we're just going to start counting it that way. This is your <laughs> 28th cumulative joyful thing. <laughs> yeah. They may be repetitive, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. What's your first thing today? So my first thing today is uh, very relevant. It's, it happened today. Uh, it's I am fully vaccinated. I've got my second 
dose of AstraZeneca and my mom finally got her first AstraZeneca, which I'm really happy. So that, that makes me feel so relieved of today. So now our whole little family pod in Australia is on our way to being, uh, yeah. being protected. Be protected. Because mm. uh, um, the, the reason I'm so happy is um, it's because like my, my dad's going to have surgery soon in September. So I'm actually really worried for the whole family as a unit, right? If we don't get fully vaccinated and we probably need to do a lot of hospital visits. So having everyone at least get one dose of vaccine makes me feel family, we can have some protection, right? We, we won't add a burden to the family, say on top of my dad's surgery, touch wood, somewhere else needs to go to the hospital to use the bed, right? So I'm, I'm really, really happy and relieved. And, and Matt would know this. I'm so relieved. My mom, her generation, finally get her first dose, which is very, very um, tough, like not tough, like very difficult conversation to convince your parents to do that. But yeah. I'm so glad she did it. And I'm proud of her. And fingers crossed for a less sad effect for both of us. That's right. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Yuna. Yeah. You've now joined the two-dose club. I know, right? Matt has his first, uh, like, second dose last yeah, week. I beat you by a week. I know. And, and you know what, what does this mean to, to us? is like, I feel once we all get fully vaccinated, we can finally go out, potentially. Once the whole country reaches 80%, we can go to different state. We can take more out. I'm looking forward for all of this. And, 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 and the fact is like, it gives me comfort. So I, I'm sure when I come back, I, like, you may get in contact with the virus, but I know for a fact like my parents won't end up in hospital if something happened, So which is great. Much less likely. Yeah. Much less likely. So that's why I'm so relieved. I'm looking forward to the life in October, November. Returning to some normal level hopefully yeah hopefully yeah. yeah so that's the first thing that makes me feel really happy today what's your first thing your 28th thing my my 28th thing uh so my 28th thing is uh, much more it's a little more lighthearted, i think than uh than the vaccine doses but why it's just a small thing it's actually uh, a new board game <laughs> that, that just got delivered recently no you know like i love play i love playing board games i know um, I've always loved doing that, and um, I don't do this very often. But sometimes I'll see one uh, online, like on a Kickstarter. Oh, like you bought the, the Kickstarter? That's a Kickstarter. That was game. a Kickstarter one. Yeah, it's yeah. very expensive. Do you no, spend no, like two hundred dollars on this that? One was, no, it's not one of those. There, are, no, there are some Kickstarter <laughs> board games that are like that's where our money goes. Two hundred plus dollars. I spend way more on running shoes anyway, but that's a whole other you thing. You spent three hundred dollars on running shoes. We're getting off track. Okay. <laughs> I've never spent three hundred dollars on running shoes. Just to be five hundred dollars? No, you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> let's you try. Let's try this again. <laughs> no. My first thing today is a board game called uh, Roll Camera, which is. <laughs> <laughs> this is our second take at this now. Where did you buy um, it? <laughs> where did I buy it? Yeah. It was the Kickstarter. See. And you're judging me for that, I think. I'm not judging you for that. I'm just saying it's And it a, wasn't $200. No, it's like a fancy taste of, of ladies' bag, like a sort of like designer bag no, version. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I would say, actually, I would argue it's the opposite of that. It's more like someone that like 
a, like an outfit that someone made at home that's very well crafted, but it's not a, it's actually not a designer brand. A designer brand would be like front of like one of the the big board game yeah. companies or something. Okay, that's like really expensive and has all these parts to it. Mm. This one was actually I think it was only like fifty dollars actually. Oh, that's not it's too bad. It's pretty reasonable. Yeah, mm, it's very reasonable. Um, I agree. Now we haven't actually played the board game yet. Um, I was hoping to to get a game in before uh, I listed it as my thing, but I did I did play a quick game by yourself by myself. <laughs> yes, which is actually designed to do. You can play between oh, really? from one to four like people. Like one people. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So it's one of those like cooperative board games. Oh. So, you know, like Pandemic um, is a really popular one where yeah. you, you basically work together to achieve a goal. So this one's fun because it's themed around uh, like making a movie. So basically the, the premise of it is you work for a, um, a failing production company mm. and you have to go through this whole system of all these different games where you have like production problems and like you can have different roles and like actors go on strike and stuff. But the goal of it is to make a movie that's still good enough to turn a profit at the end. Uh-huh. And, if you, and if you run out of budget or you run out of time, you like automatically lose. Um, and if you make a movie that is not good enough, then you could, by the time that you get to the end, then you also lose. So you have to like make one that's good enough. How much profit consider you make a well, profit? Well, it's, it's not, it's not like real money. It's just like $1, $2, $3. Oh, okay, it's like, cool. just like units of money. Uh, as long as above zero is a good thing. Is that what you're saying? Well, so you, you start with like a budget of like 12 units of money and it like that goes down every time you buy something and you yeah. can like, there's ways to get more money back. But if that number hits, that tracker hits like the zero, then you run out of time. Mm. And you also have like a, a, a schedule. So like you have like a turn thing that starts at like, like 10 or 12 or something. Yeah. And every time you do a turn that goes down by one, if that hits the bottom before you finish, then you also automatically lose. I think we should, we, you and I need to play it together. Okay. Do you need um, to raise for like a marketing stuff? Like uh Yeah. There's, there's stuff like that. There's like advertisement. Okay. It's cool. Cause it's like sort of like the, you, you sort of, you can pick the, like the best, uh, like scenes and they have like these cards that like you kind of combine together oh, to make different right. scenes. Okay. But it's like a really funny tone. It's like, I like these kind of games that have a sense of humor. So you can combine like, like a drawing of like two people. It's like little storyboards, yeah. of, like one block of like two people like kissing. And then the next one is like, and it's just, they're not related. It's just like a stack of cards that kind of you randomly get one. The yeah. next one is like someone poisoning a bowl of soup. And then you have to like make a storyline out of that. And like, so it, it's kind of like a, like you get like wacky results. Mm. Um, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, uh, sounds very fun. It's one of those like the. Uh, I would definitely recommend if anybody likes board games. I don't know if this if they're actually the the guy is actually selling it. It's uh, yeah. So the publisher is a uh, Keen Bean Studio, and the designer is uh, Malachi Ray Rempin. So I, I backed this Kickstarter like I think like a year and a half ago, actually, like yeah. very long time ago. Before I think even before we were in pandemic mm. period, and I've just been following the updates since then. It's like I didn't even really know if it was going to get made. Because a lot of these Kickstarters, you give money to, and you oh, know. so you gave them the money one half year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you finally get your game. Yeah, yeah. I was following because he was—he's one of those that was actually—he was actually sending out updates like pretty much like every couple weeks, oh, nice. like the entire time, and like apologizing for the delays. And so like I was—that actually kept me sort of like invested and like uh. like thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe this will actually come out. And it finally got here, and it, I mean, it was worth the wait because it's the components are really nice, and uh. I can't—I can't wait to actually. So how much box. money are you actually investing them? No, it's only about 50 bucks. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It wasn't very much. That's a very good return yeah. after one and a half year. Yeah, and because I was one of the early backers, I think, like when before, yeah. like he had Did like- Did you get a share as well? A share? Yeah. No, you, it's not like, it's not like a, like a, like an IPO. It's no, not like, IPO. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't work like that. Usually if you okay. do that, you get like a little gift. So like uh, there's like a set of dice that's like part of the, I'm not going to go into the details of the gameplay, yeah. but there's a set of like custom dice that you use to play. Oh, nice. And the, the base one, if you just buy the 
pack has like plastic dice. Oh. But if you're like one of the early backers, then you can get, uh, he has like, it's like the same function of the, the dice, like to yeah. play, but they're like metal, like it's engraved. It's more special. Makes they're like metal fun. and engraved dice. I know. That sounds so nice. Yeah. So it's nice. And yeah. the, yeah. So I can't wait to play that with, maybe we'll do that after we record. Yeah. Sounds we'll good. Yeah. If I'm still awake. Yeah. But I love playing board <laughs> games. That's one of the things I miss most about the kind of pre-lockdown life is we would sometimes do board game days with yeah. friends or board game nights with friends. Um, I could I could do that. Like I think the, I could do like a whole episode on just like my favorite board games. Honestly, if we really want to do that one time, hmm. as like a kind of like a theme episode or something. Like, um, I think the the board game like industry nowadays is it's like there's just so much creativity and like cool stuff out there. And for anyone who's interested and thinks that like something like Monopoly is like the best board game you can play, no, it's not. No, it's no, one no, of the no. worst actually. Yeah, and there's great. a lot of. I don't want to get into a rant about it because I think you could probably Google it and see similar rants. Yeah, there's so much other fun board game you can play. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. I think you should give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, so that's my first thing. I'm just excited to get that, uh, get an actual Kickstarter board game that, that first of all, came out at all. And second of all, uh <laughs> After one and a half great. year waiting. Yeah. Well, but that part of that was because of the pandemic. I'm not blaming him oh, for that. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then the shipping took a while for the same reason, because he's based in, I think, somewhere in Europe. Right, yeah. I see. So, but yeah, that's my first thing. Yuna, what is your second thing? So my second thing is very nerdy. Ooh. <laughs> um, so I, I recently uh, switched career into like data tech field so my second thing is um, I'm really um, happy excited I finished some of my um, data analyst training course nice yeah I think you had talked about it, this in a, in a previous early. episode too yeah yeah because I remember like uh, in, in early episode I, I talked about I, I finished my SQL learning which is a career language learning and it's, a, it's about like a 10 hour course, 20 hour course took me more than a year to finish. You took your time with it. You really <laughs> absorbed the material. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, the reason I mentioned this again is, is um, to, to, to be able to, in, to work in, in this finance tech field uh, as a data analyst, right? You, you not only need to learn SQL, you also need to learn other like data build tools, you need to learn different uh, uh, markdown language like like Yama. So it happens to be for the last two months, I finally literally invest time learning after work hours during weekend for, for those training courses. And, and the reason I'm really happy is um, I have done like a small training course before, like a one and a half year ago as like a project base at work. But back then when I had that training and I was chatting to Matt, it's like, I'm, I'm confused at then because I'm not actually doing the work, right? But since I start uh, switch my career and start to doing some of this easy work, and then at the same time, when I did the foundation training, I start to understand all the concept behind that. You can like get the main ideas of those contents. Yeah, there, yeah. and everything just, just clicked. And, and, and then I finally understand uh, how, how the, the people in a tech team or IT department, how they work together as a team. 
and, and the team culture stuff. So so I'm actually really happy for that. And, and another reason like I was happy is because um, I'm surprised after doing finance, accounting analysis for 10 years, I can literally switch to a different field to learn coding from scratch, from zero, which, which is, uh, is amazing. And, and like Matt would relate is saying, because asking me a lot of questions when I, when I uh, noticed new word in, in like coding, because I, I learned accounting finance in bachelor or master, right? Mm. So, and you have to know English is my second language. So when I'm learning a new subject or category or some stuff I do not, um, and I'm not familiar with, some of the words are brand new to me. I wouldn't understand. So a lot of time I ask Matt to explain to me, oh, what does this mean in English? When yeah. he explained, I'm still confused. And then I have to, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> that, that, that says more about me than you, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think plan and then I say, okay, what does this word mean in Chinese? I check the Chinese meaning. I say, oh, that's what it meant. It makes sense. So I feel like I'm back to school, learning something from scratch. It's interesting, but also I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm practicing my, my brain and try to learn something new, which I feel very um, accomplished, you know what I'm saying? All those small things, easy, probably for, for anyone who's in tech, technology or IT or computer science background, it's so simple, but for me, it's something exciting and new. Because I've never uh, been exposed before. Well, and some of the things that you ask me about is it's interesting because, like, you say, you know, you're someone who's not been exposed to all these things before. Like, I'm someone who has a computer science degree. Yeah. And maybe it's just because it was, like, you know, almost 10 years ago now, I guess, since mm -hmm. I graduated from that. Um, but, like, thinking about, like, when, I, when you ask me, like, what some, what I would consider, like, a kind of a maybe fundamental concept, like, yeah. means, like, me having to explain how, like, figuring out how to explain that to you in an easily understood way yeah. makes me have to like reevaluate. Do I actually know what that means? Like, like I just sort of like some of these words you just sort of just keep saying over and over again. Yeah. Like what was the recent one that you asked me about? Like, like serialization, Cereal serialization, which, yeah. which is like a basic, you know, it, it's a pretty simple idea. And like, if, if, if two people like are familiar with the word and you're talking in like a tech context, yeah. You don't need to know how to like give like a dictionary definition of it. Yeah. But you were asking me like like what that means. Yeah. And like you don't have the context and no. that like of just like many years working on that. Yeah. And so I have to like sit here and think, okay, well, do I actually know what that means? Like if I really boil that word down and like explain it in sort of like a very fundamental way, uh. and it kind of tests my knowledge. It and and like I it, it gives me a lot of a lot of respect for you, to be honest. Like that you are having to learn these things, you know. From in, scratch. From, from scratch yeah. without any other context. Yeah. And like immediately apply them to like a work. And it's not like a safe space. I mean, you have a relatively safe space yeah, to yeah. on, on your team, luckily. Yeah. But it's not like a university experience, like where no, everyone is learning No, it's not a university. It. It's, like, it's kind of like you learn well at work. Yeah. Which is great because you get paid, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I guess I, I was learning what those mean while I was going into student debt. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm really grateful. Like I had the chance, but I'm, I'm really... I feel like I actually can learn new things, which is exciting. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm looking forward to, to more stuff. So, so that's why I said it's my second thing. I finally made some progress. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and I finally realized 
oh, everything actually clicks. That's why they're doing this this way. Everything yeah. makes sense. That light bulb moment. Yeah, it's like a great. light bulb moment. You know what mm. I'm saying? Which I'm really excited. Mm. Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the person consuming our joy. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. One hope we have with our three things is to spread little bits of joy to everyone who listens, and not just from us. If you have something joyful in your life that you'd like to share, we'd love to highlight it on the show. You can send it to us at our3things.com slash contact, or email us directly at our3things.podcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying our happy ramblings, we'd really appreciate a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a minute, and hearing the feedback means the world to us, and helps spread the joy to even more people. All right, now, back to the things. What's your second thing, Matt? So my second thing, we're going back to a familiar corner. Mm. We're going to head on over to the science corner. Put yeah. your science hat on. Yes. That's the theme song for the science corner. I feel like I've been here like three times in total now, so it needed a theme song. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna take a, a sound, a sound bite of what War. I just did. No, you don't like my, my theme song I just used? Can you sing it again? We're going to head on over to the science corner. Put your science cap on. Yes, pretty good. Let's keep Just put that. like a little bit of like music like yeah, underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Bold. Cut it. Lock it in. All right. Yeah. So, Yuna, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What happens when you look directly at the sun? Directly at the sun? Mm. My eyes hurt. So, well, maybe, okay. Maybe not, maybe, not, <laughs> maybe not directly at the sun. Let me rephrase. What happens if you're like in a dark room? Or like a movie theater or something. And yeah. you walk out and it's a bright sunny day. Not like looking at the sun. That's the wrong way to say it. But you're walking into a bright sun. My eyes hurt. <laughs> anything else? Do you get anything, any other sensation when you when that happens? Besides it's, that? It's bright. It's, it's just feeling bright, like hurting, sort of? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So something happens, has always happened to me. That I, uh, for a long time, I assumed it happened to everybody. Uh-huh. And I only just recently realized that it actually doesn't. Yeah. So that? for me, this is really common. Like if I'm like going from like, if I'm driving, for yeah. example, and I'm like going through a dark tunnel and come out into the sun or like a movie theater is a classic one where like it's very dark and then you come out and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon with the high sun overhead. Right. Yeah. So it makes me sneeze. Actually, it makes me want to feel like I'm sneezing. Yeah. So that's because your allergy. So I thought that too, but uh-huh. it even happens sometimes when we're home. Yeah. So, so like, allergy. So your allergy to light. <laughs> Well, you're not you're not too far off. <laughs> not too far off. Um, but there's actually a condition about this. Oh. And this is my second thing today, and that is. I sure it's the right condition. Did you ask doctor, doctor, or Look, you googled? I, asked, I googled and doctorpbs.org told, <laughs> told me about that. And I, I want to read some things here because so there's an article that I'll and I'll put this in the. Um, Thank you, Google. I, I appreciate your input. There. Um, normally, we get we never got interrupted by any of our robots in the house. Usually, it's Mocha interrupting us. That's the first time. Now it's now it's uh, our our little. Uh, what, even, what did it even say? Hi, Google. I don't know what it said. I must have said. No, I, you oh, said I, I said no, no. Don't say it again. <laughs> I said I G dash dash G L E, and I think it said thought I said hi instead of I. Okay. Well, our normal interrupter is like a fast sleep on the couch. Mocha's just snoring over there, but our assistant is um, is wide awake apparently. I know. Next, our vacuum's gonna start talking to us. I know. Our whole house is haunted now. Yeah. 
All right, anyway. So I'm going to read some of this article from pbs.org, and I'll put the link in the show notes if anyone can relate to my, my condition. I so, doubt it's a condition. Well, hang on a second, because there's something delightful about this that I'm going to read that um, kind of harkens back to a, uh, a previous science corner that we had. Yeah. So I'm going to read this quote. This is early in the article. Uh, well, so the, the article is just called Why Looking at the Sun Can Make You Sneeze. And here's a quote from it. Light-induced sneezes are caused by a seemingly harmless disorder called photic sneeze reflex. So I, I think photic is sort of like a scientific term for like, uh, like sunlight, like, you know, like photosynthesis. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, it goes on. The Greek philosopher Aristotle referenced the phenomenon during the 4th century BC. So it's been around a while. It's, it's been known of for a long time or people have quote unquote suffered from this for a long time. Suffered from the sun? Quote, quote, suffered. Okay. Uh, going to go on. Uh, but it wasn't until 1954 that scientists first described it in medical literature. So it's been in medical, in medical journals. Some researchers have since applied the appropriate acronym. I love this so much. Achoo. And that stands for autosomal dominant compelling helioophthalmic outburst syndrome. Yeah. Achoo. Yeah. So you know, achoo is like what we did that. Uh, it's a uh, it's a sound in Chinese for a sneeze. It's called achoo. Like if you wrote it out. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah yeah. Because I think because the way that it's written here in the article, so like A C H double O, is how you would like write. Um, a sneeze, I guess, in like a like English. Yeah, if you're that's like how writing I a say book. that in, in, yeah. um, in so Chinese. So I think uh, so. There's, there's actually a term for this. I think it's called a uh, uh, they call it a backronym. You know what an acronym is, right? Where like they take like an abbreviation of something to yeah. make a word. Yeah. So there's something called a backronym, which is sort of a play on that. Where like if you have a name of something, so like yeah. if you look at autosomal dominant compelling helioophthalmic outburst, right? First of all, that's not no one's gonna remember that unless no. you're like it, unless this is like your like PhD is on like photic sneezing or something. Yeah. Um, so they try to take it and they try to find the words that like describe it that also like intentionally make a word that relates to it. So like in this case, a sneeze sound. Yeah. So they, someone sat down and like thought, okay, like, all right, um, autosomal, that's an A. Uh, okay, what's a, what could a, like, another one be? Um, compelling maybe? I guess, I guess that fits. And they kept doing that until they got to achoo, which <laughs> I love. Like the, some scientists like, probably sat down for like a week to figure that out, to find out a good naming. Um, and it's good marketing. <laughs> so it goes That's on, this, this article goes on to say, there's a quote from um, San Francisco neurologist and human geneticist. Oh boy, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this. Louis Tatchek? I don't know. I think that's like a, a Polish name or something. Um, but he basically said, it's not a disease. Some people find it annoying, but some people like it to some extent. They'll say, it helps me get a sneeze out. Mm-hmm. And I can actually agree with that because there have been times where like, you know, like when you like have a sneeze that was almost going to come yeah, and you're like, huh? yeah, but it's just not coming out. And isn't that frustrating? That's like one of the worst feelings. Yeah. So it's like for me, I can just open my window, just like stare out at, 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 at Papa Sun out there and I can just get the sneeze out that way. Do you really get sneeze out like this every time mm, when yeah. you're going to the sun? Like without Not the every single time, but every like usually if, if it's like a cloudless day and you go... Um, well, so actually the, the article kind of explains this as well. So I'll, I'll go on and just read a bit more. Um, the disorder as that, that's what, that's their words, not mine. Yeah. The disorder is characterized by a sudden outburst of one or more multiple sneezes when a, uh, quote, dark adapted person, which means they've been in a darkened space for a while is suddenly exposed to light. Mm. Um, and sunlight is a trigger, but artificial illumination from light bulbs and camera flashes can also cause the sneezes. 
Right. Did you sneeze? Doesn't mean you would sneeze when you wake up every morning. Um, it's if I were to like get up like from a dark room and like suddenly like just pull the curtain wide open and it was like a bright sun in my face. Um, I'm I'm pretty likely to yeah. Mm. Like for example, like if like you know, um, if I get out, if I go out for like an early morning run, for example, maybe not super early, but like the sun's out already, and I go out like from like and I'm still waking up. I'll usually get a couple of sneezes out before I start if the sun's in my eyes. Right, yeah, that's pretty common. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, mm. and now I know that I'm suffering from a chew. Not only me, it turns out this is from the article. As it turns out, an estimated 10, 10 to thirty-five percent of the population has a photic sneeze reflex. Can you, can you double check with your doctor for that? Just confirm. So I can, um, but um, like your doctor, like my what, our GP. Yes. She'll probably just link me this article, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's try that. I want, I want to, I want it. This, this concept to be scientific fact. Yeah, we we could try that. Yeah. Um. So the the article goes on a bit to talk about like what are p- potential causes of this and like how is it like a beneficial uh, ad- adaptation for people. Yeah. Um. So there, there's no there's no consensus on this, but um, uh, I'm quoting again. The most prevalent theory postulates just means guesses that neurological signals are crossed between the trigeminal nerve which senses facial sensations like an itchy nose and the optic nerve which constricts the eyes pupils when light uh penetrates the retina so basically it's like like a mix-up in in signals in your brain Uh, just kind of happens but they don't really know like why yeah yeah brain's magical yeah they do think that it's um it's potentially related to genes so like from your parents or, Mm. or their parents which might make sense because um my 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 Late grandfather was a a notorious multi sneezer. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> we had this thing often where um you know if if we were there I think this is a regular occurrence but we would always see it when we were visiting. If even if my grandma and my my grandpa were in different rooms. Yes. And he would start a he we would hear him sneeze because he was very like very loud <laughs> sneeze like often like three rooms away. Yeah. Our grandma would just hold up one finger. And then we would hear another sneeze. She'd hold up two fingers. Yeah. And that would keep going. And usually she would get to like five or six. Oh, really? And then when, when like there was like a big enough gap, uh-huh. and then we'd like, okay, he's probably done. She would just yell out, you got to six this time. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's a very, this is a very cute little memory. So yeah. I probably get some of my sneezing from, your, from my grandpa, I think. Grandpa, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, cute. Yeah. But yeah, I just think um, it's, it's, it's cool. Like when you learn a little bit more about your sort of like, uh, useless superpowers like it's one of mine super. is it's Achu is Achu from Sunlight so yeah <laughs> anyway that's my second thing that's cute okay Yuna what is your third thing my third thing is uh, not happening yet but I'm really excited for that it's the Father's Day in Australia oh yeah tomorrow yes you know Australia is very interesting I think that's the only one or two countries have Father's Day on the first Sunday of September, right? It's different from the rest of the world, is it? Yeah, I've, I've, that's been a problem for me, actually, because <laughs> it's different in the U.S. Uh, U.S. is in... And uh, also in China. Oh, and, and China's different. I, yeah, think, I think U.S. and China have the cause, same... Because it's so awkward. It's when, one time, like, um, my mom is asking, oh, today's Father's Day. I was like, what Father's Day? Yeah. And then realize, oh, it's the same Father's Day as U.S. I said, it's not the Father's Day Australia. Yeah. I feel oh, like- oh, I've, I've, I've got, <laughs> I've gotten some, some, uh, some, we'll say reminders um, from my, from my parents. Yeah. When it's been Father's Day in U.S. because earlier in the year than Australia. Yeah. And I just have like, 
It, so it, it did it, nothing. It happens, two, like, it happens two ways because I, I don't I don't I forget about it. And you for forgot the about the date. No, no, and then and then when the day comes in Australia and I start seeing social media ads and posts about Father's Day, I start I start flipping out. I'm like, oh, did I did I forget? Did I forget? Yeah, oh wait, no, forget. it was it was like two months ago for them or whatever. So you forget two months. Yeah. <laughs> so I forget and then I and then I falsely remember. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so. That's my third thing. And the, the other reason I'm excited is not because um, we have a chance to see my parents here because we can't. We're still in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, the reason I'm excited because thanks to this online takeaway delivery fine dining Which place, you've talked about before. Which I talked about before. And, and so I ordered a Peking duck home set for my parents because they love Peking ducks. And I ordered... Uh, Japanese banquet for me and Matt. Mm. So tomorrow on Father's Day dinner, we're gonna do video chat while we have dinner and cooking or our Japanese cuisine and together when my parents make their Peking duck pancake, which I'm mm. really excited about. And, and the reason like it makes me feel joyful is uh, it's a difficult time to have these like holidays to be with your family because you can't but on the other way i'm so grateful for those restaurants that can provide this home a dinner service that you can just make the dinner tasty food yourself right because if you want us to make a pegging duck from scratch that's gonna be so difficult right and yeah. and as well as if, if you want us to make uh, a nice uh, Japanese banquet, it's going to be difficult because we don't know how to make them, right? Yeah. So that's something I'm really excited and happy and look forward to. Hopefully, it's a good experience. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. Because mm. I remember we tried the same Peking Duck place before on, during the first lockdown for, for your birthday? That was my birthday last year. I last think. year, yeah. yeah. For your birthday last year. And we both loved it. And it's so good. Mm. Mm. So that's my third thing. Happy Father's Day to all the Aussie dads out there. Yes. So what's your last thing? Well, Matt? thank you, Yuna. So that would be your 30th thing. This is my 30th thing. 30th thing. For the whole show. For the whole show. So. 60, 60 things. For 60 like things total after this one. Yes. That's true. So my, my, uh, my third thing today and 30th for the show and 60th cumulative for both of us for the yeah. show is, is a book I'm reading, actually. Um, I'm, I'm almost through with it, but I think I've got enough through that I, it's clearly can, one of my joyful things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called, uh, it, it's a, it's a, a self, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, not an autobiography, a memoir. That's the word. So like it's a memoir written um, by a woman named uh, Hillary Allen. Mm. And she is, uh, well, she was, I guess, a, um, a famous uh, ultra runner. Um, so yeah. she was like a, like a, like a world-class um, uh, mountain runner. So like she's, the, she's one of those people who does like the really, really crazy, like high uh, mountain peak running, like huge elevations. Wow, huge and, like, elevations. In, like... Yeah, a lot of the ones in Europe are like mm. crazy like that. She's American, but she's like one of the best. She was one of the best in the world. But in 2017, she actually had... A, uh, an accident while doing a race. So she fell off of a, a crumbly mountain bit, like a particularly oh, precarious one. That's yeah. awful. And basically she went through, um, well, actually it might be easier. So I'm, I'm going to read the summary, like the plot summary, not the whole summary, but like like kind of the pitch of the book. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll put a link uh, to where you can find this to find more information yeah. about her book. Um, so the book is called uh, Out and Back. 
mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a play on words. So in running, an out and back is like a common way to say that a route, you go out one direction and then yeah. basically you double it by going the exact same way, the reverse. It's a very common way to do um, trail racing because yeah. you can only go on like specific trails that they yeah. are you're allowed to go on. So oftentimes that's what they'll do. Mm. And um, it's kind of a double meaning here and you'll see why in a second. So this is the summary. Um, in 2017, world-class ultra runner Hillary Allen was at the top of her sport and it felt like she was running on top of the world as she competed in Norway's uh, Trom, Trom? I don't know how to say that. Uh, Trom Sky Race. Allen was nearly halfway through the 50 kilometer race when she fell 150 feet off an exposed ridge, breaking two Jesus. ribs, fracturing her back, rupturing a ligament in her foot, and breaking both wrists. Uh, that sounds painful. Beginning with the dramatic story of her accident and rescue, Out and Back, a runner's story of survival and recovery against all odds, that's the full title, mm. recounts Allen's fight to return to the life she loves. So that sounds pretty dark. I think when I just read the summary, yeah. basically everything that I just read, the like it's that's sort of the first chapter of the book. She yeah. does, the book basically she it does a brief outline on sort of like her rise into it, and I think she's like most of these like really high performing ultra runners where she has an extremely hardworking kind of stubborn addictive personality. Yeah. Um, and she, like it's just something that she kind of had an aptitude for. And um, she enjoyed being in the nature and the mountains mm. and just going out all day and like had that she that was just sort of like she was sort of the prototypical person who would excel at this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it talks like a little bit about that and then it goes into the accident that I just mentioned there in the in the in the synopsis. And mm. by the end of the first chapter, she's basically already like starting to recover. Like she's like um, she's in a wheelchair and she's like starting to do her her therapy and she's had multiple surgeries and all this. Mm. So that's just the first chapter. Um, the rest of the book except for like pretty much the entire book, except that first chapter yeah. is probably one of the most inspirational things I've ever read mm. because she talks basically about her mindset and how she has to work back. Um, and both like she has to uh, like figure out, I guess how to try and get back to some semblance of like understanding herself, yeah. both like mentally and physically. Yeah. And she goes into a lot of detail about how it's not just about like, you know, if you have an injury or, or any real like setback in your life, yeah, that it's it's something that it's all about your mindset as to like how you can grow out of that, not grow out of that, but how you can sort of um, frame it in a way that like creates positivity in your life again. Yeah. So like she starts off in the book just to give an maybe like a more concrete example of this. Mm-hmm. She starts off by like trying to say like, well, like how am I ever going to be like I'm not know if I'm even going to be able to like do like hiking again. Like how am I going to go back to this like world-class level that I was at from this. But then she slowly starts to realize, well, okay, maybe it's not about trying to like reclaim what I had before, Mm. but about using this as this experience as like a springboard to better understand like what I could be capable of in the future. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, there's a lot of, um, I'm not going to like go into, into too much depth. I would really recommend you read the book if you're interested at all from what I'm saying, because she's a very inspirational figure she did manage to, I mean, just a slight spoiler, I guess, but it's how it, it's happened in real life. So you, yeah. could, you could look her up if you really want to. But she did get back to a point where she was able to run races again. Wow. How long does that take her? Oh, I mean, it was it was like years of work. Like th- that, how that, many and that's, years? That's one of the things. I mean, this happened in 2017. I think she's, like, she's, I think, it, I'm trying to remember. I think in the book, it took her about like six to eight months. And then by that time, six she- Six to eight? Six to eight months. That's yeah. not too long. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, I mean, like if you read, like one of the things that you see quickly is that she is like the definition of like a survivor, and yeah. like and like man, like using the idea of like belief, yeah. And uh, not only that, but also like she's one of those. She, one of the big messages of the book is like about how asking for help yeah. is 
there's no shame in that. And actually it's like, it's usually the best thing to do. Like she mm. was trying to like power through her on her own and like, she didn't she, like, she didn't want people to like help her like with her physio exercises and, mm. and all this, but she, she really, she has an epiphany fairly quickly. I think that like she wouldn't be able to get back to any like life that she was happy and proud of mm. without her support system, like her like family and friends yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, and yeah, it's just like the whole book is it's it's fairly short. I think it's only like a couple hundred pages. You could you could get through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, if, if it's something that you're interested in, I would just really re- recommend checking it out. Um, there's a lot of lessons in there about like not just like if not just like you know if you're a ultra runner and how how to bounce back from you know from an injury, but also if you have like any setback in life, like how becoming like better out of that is all about like how you frame it. Yeah. Um, and there's like a lot of like, I think pretty actionable little tips in there. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't like reading like self-help books in general, like things mm-hmm. that like teach you how to like be a better person by doing these like five steps. I much prefer, I think like listen, like reading stuff like this that shows real examples of people who've like actually gone through this stuff Yeah. and kind of like how they got through it. And like, you can take some of it, maybe maybe not everything that she did would be relevant for you, but like some of it probably would. Um, and it's the kind of thing that I think I find really inspirational. So that's my third thing. All right. Well, that is our three things for this week. Yeah. For episode 10. For episode 10. We've now given you 60 joyful things in total. <laughs> Hopefully some of them have added some joy to your life. In yeah. Some, way some as well. happiness to your life. Mm. Yeah. And Yuna, now I think last week it was this was this, this was me, but this week it's definitely Yuna is very tired. I'm very tired. We, we've switched places this week. I, think. I know. <laughs> She's barely able to keep her eyes open over yes. there. Yes. Just a maybe small side effect. Oh. That's okay. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. It's been fun doing the ten episodes, and I'll see you again in the next ten, Yuna. Yes. <laughs> what? You are so tired right now. No, I think I can wrap it up. All right, right? all right. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Yuna's like tapping her watch over there. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. We, we can wrap it up. You can go rest your head down on the pillow. Yeah. But Yuna. Sounds great. Before we go. Yes. I just want to remind all of our listeners. Yeah. Our fourth thing is you. you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.